Seven. It's biblical, so this should be a special episode. Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is easier from outside the cage. I'm Kevin. I'm getting much better at Twitter, and I'm here as always with Rafa Sparza. Rafa, how you doing? I'm great, man. How you doing tonight? I'm really jacked to talk MMA. If you want the truth, uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening, including some really great fights on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, really good were... fights. Now, you watch those live. I watch those on a, a tape plus one delay. Like, I watch them the next day. Yes. Uh, for those following via Twitter, uh, Power Ranger Lady, um, some other <laughs> different... Uh, <laughs> Dana Witt, which was one of my favorite uh, MMA judges fail. Uh, everybody who was following along live with UFC on FX7. I love that was, I got a tw- uh, text from you that's just like, this Twitter thing. I love it. I'm nailing it, Raph. <laughs> that was the, and you were like, I did like your caveat because you go, you should probably tell everybody it's you. And it's like, uh, in, in a, your own subtle way, you were like, I just don't want them to think it's me. So why don't you tell them it's you? And uh, it went well. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what we had a lot of fun with it. I think because a lot of people who are professionals and and we like to consider ourselves people who know professionals. Yeah. They put on their like fight nights whenever they take over the official handle for MMA fighting or any of those major news organizations, they do a slight shout out to their own Twitter and I thought, you know what, you've only got like what, a buck forty followers, you could stand to get a few more people. Maybe. Yeah, I really could. You're not you're not wrong. And I finally start to understand how to do that now. Uh we have a lot to talk about. You ready to get started? Yes, sir. We have a lot to talk about. We First and foremost, we're going to get to a commercial that's a pet peeve of both of ours. We're talking about Strike Force, UFC on FX7, a little Bellator, a little Fox versus Fuel versus FX conundrum that even had Twitter confused, Raph, if you can believe it. I can. Uh, people were hashtagging UFC on Fox 7, um, myself included, by the way. <laughs> I but, did uh, see that. <laughs> yeah, I finally caught it, but uh, we were all having a little issues. I just Raph- love the fact that you are such like a grandpa already. I know, I know. Normally I'm really good with technology, I like to embrace it, but Twitter and I are still slowly learning each other. Uh, It's a very new romance. Rousey is calling out GSP for his good looks. Uh, We have, GSP's actually going to call in. Uh, Oh, nice. I'm stoked about that, yeah. He's going to call in and talk to us about what he thinks. He had some opinions about it, so I said, hey, let's let's get you on the show. We can can bump some other guests and find some time. Uh, Tough. The Ultimate Fighter starts, and they, they're they doing it this year. They yeah. they have figured out what creates a good show, because Chael Sonnen and John Jones are already making me want to watch. Yep. We're going to review the rules of our tough drinking game, and uh, I'm really excited to hear some of your uh, Strike Force anecdotes. But let's get started with, I think, the most important topic. This NOS energy drink commercial. It was inspired by a tweet. You tweeted something about it. What did you say? Uh, I just said, I don't understand... Uh, who all of these people are who go to the secret lair to go watch fights like that. Yeah, this underground fight rink. It's like, you know, they have sanctioned fights pretty much everywhere now. You don't have to, you don't have to yeah. do this on the DL in a yeah. big warehouse. But it's always so weird that they're all, like, there, this crowd is hype, and everybody's just cheering. And I always think in my head, I go, this is the strangest collection of people 
just coming to watch a fight <laughs> that they, they don't look... know is going to end really quick because one dude's hopped up on Nas. <laughs> no, 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 he is not. How yes, dare you? And this is my huge pet peeve about the commercial. They get in a fight. For those of you that haven't seen it, you're not listening to the show because you're not a fan of MMA. Bald dude with the testicle head knocks out Capiora <laughs> dancing guy with the mohawk. It's very American versus crazy fighter from Muay Thaiville. And then after he knocks him out with a single punch, by the way, he catches a kick, punches him, punches the life out of him. Then he cracks open the energy drink. And then he drinks it. Yes. Is that, that is not true. the stupidest, stupidest marketing commercial? Is the point that NOS is a great energy drink for after whatever the main event is? So, you know, hey, if you're looking to go out and uh, rail some fight carnies, you take a little NOS, you crack it after yeah. the fight, you're going to feel great. It's the new Gatorade. I like the idea that it's like, after you punch out somebody, then you're ready for the real fight. The after party. It bothers me because they could just as easily have him crack the energy drink seconds before he knocks the guy out. Ooh, same message, and it makes sense. But instead, they were like, eh, let's shit all over narrative. Let's not make any sense, and let's crack it afterwards. Uh, You also said it looked like an airplane hanger from uh, Christina Aguilera video, which I thought was pretty dead on. It looks like uh, either an outtake from Christina Aguilera's Dirty video or an outtake from, like, Snatched. Where all yeah. these people just go and the prodigy is playing in the background. It's weird. <laughs> they got the producers from Glee to put the commercial on. <laughs> That's uh, probably what they did. All right, Strike Force is no more. You read, yes. I thought, a pretty offensively beautiful poem. Uh, it was about me and my sex life as a metaphor. And you you said goodbye to them. We said goodbye to them. But they said goodbye to us. Uh, a little bit more with that story, Raph. Yeah, okay, so Strike Force ended. Big whoop. Nobody watched it. That was uh, not a giant surprise. Uh, to tell you how much that, like, Showtime really had faith in them, they actually put it during the end of their free Showtime weekend. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, hey, if you like this, you're never going to see it again. Which but is where they it. put, like, weird stuff normally. Right. Like, it's, it's, not their, it's not their A lineup. Or they just say, like, hey, if you like this... <laughs> Come watch boxing. We if you like this, that. you're never going to see it again. No, that's right. good. Why would they show that for the last free weekend? I guess maybe to draw off some of the FX stuff. Uh, I think too, they were really too little, hoping too late. that people would watch. But uh, so Kevin and I didn't even do uh, predictions for this because we said, "Who cares?" Uh, yeah. More importantly, it took place in Oklahoma, so that's really how you can tell nobody's watching it. I can't believe people found the arena. Uh, from what I read, it wasn't a lot of people, but some people found the arena in Oklahoma. Um, and to tell you what kind of star power they had out there, uh, <laughs> they definitely were packing uh, lots of lots of people like Frank Shamrock. Okay. And Pat Militech. Uh, Militech. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Was weird to watch people like trying to make a big event out of it ending, <laughs> and there was nothing to celebrate. It's not like they ended because they had a great run and they're finally, you know, just done. They ended because they had no choice. They've been bleeding money. They haven't had that great of fights. It's, uh, yeah. And this is the worst part. I I didn't even get to see some of the people I wanted to see. Like, um, uh, we had a Gracie fight. Uh, Andre Gracie was great. Uh, he won by a submission. Pat Healy, Tim Kennedy, Ryan Couture, Randy Sun. 
they were all on the undercard that wasn't really even showing or prominently displayed. And if it was, it was on some version of Showtime. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and then the people who did win, with the exception of the main fight, you had uh, Daniel Cormier, uh, sure. Josh Barnett, Gerard Mousy, uh, Ronaldo, like all of them winning, not a giant surprise. But uh, <laughs> Nate Marquette, like, essentially got kicked so many times in the championship match that one... Leg kicks. Yeah. 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 Got kicked so many times with leg kicks. One person remarked uh, his legs looked like Quato from Total Recall, and it really did. Uh, it was it was a sight to be seen. Um, I saw a picture, and it looked painful. Yes, it looked very painful. You don't see a lot of like leg bruising that terribly, but yeah, it looked uh, it looked like he got and tree trunk. Part is <laughs> Scott Corker the guy who you know essentially ran strike force as a kickboxing organization for like let's say 26 years and an mma organization for the past seven uh at the very end when they asked him they're like you know big summary what did you feel about strike force he said you know i think we had a, a good run we did some good things oh and uh thank you to showtime by the way i love homeland it's a good show i'm looking forward to the third season like that was the way he ended Strike Force with a. Plug Do you think they for paid Homeland. him money? Do you think they said, "Hey, <laughs> look, we're gonna we're gonna hook you up with like a solid twenty note if you'll just <laughs> plug Homeland on your way out." We'll give you the box DVD set if you just do a quick plug. And he's like, "You know what?" <laughs> you and I have both talked about it. It's the weirdest send off. It's like you don't want to be like, "Look, I believe in fighting. I believe in the sport. I believe in what it teaches people, and I just yeah. hope we've been a part of that." Nope. No, I just hey. Make sure Brody is uh, slamming his hot wife in the uh, next episode. I want to see a full frontal in that one. If I, if I, as long as I've got the mic and I'm making requests, it's like, yeah, I think Showtime is probably feeling pretty good about their Emmy-winning I, show, Homeland. Well, the other thing is, you know, if you're him and you're trying to play ball for Showtime, it's yeah. like that's how big that free preview weekend was for them. That they go, okay, we, nobody cares about your fights. Just plug fucking Homeland. We really need it to get more than two million people watching if we can. <laughs> you have no choice. I think that's that's a great sign off for uh, Strike Force. Um, yeah. The the Homeland plug. So let let's move on to the fights then. UFC on yeah. Fox Seven. You know, good. They showed four fights in prime time. Yeah, great four fights. They really were. Uh, all four were honestly some of the better. UFC fights we've seen in a little while. Uh, T- Tavares versus Khabib. So Khabib won despite really infuriating the entire jiu-jitsu community with his little statement the day before. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't see it, he <coughs> essentially wore a shirt that said, if Samba were easy, it would be called jiu-jitsu. Snap. True story. I was at a jiu-jitsu tournament. I was at a, a grappling tournament on Saturday, and I was talking to a, a guy I've competed against. He, he is Russian, and he was just like, you know, I've done Sambo. And I like it, but why does he got to be a prick about it? Like, why, why does it have to be this or that? It's, he's like, they're just so different. So, thanks, Khabib, uh, for adding the fun color of us hating you. And then, destroying Tavares. Yeah. That was, the rules must be different in Brazil. Because by the fifth elbow to the face that was undefended, mm-hmm. I thought the fight was over. I assume everyone else did. Uh, that was my best tweet of the night. Did you see that yeah. one? Uh, yes, I did. 
just for those that did, I put Khabib misunderstood the rules and thought he was supposed to perform cosmetic surgery after knocking out his opponent. Because that's what it looked <laughs> like he was doing. He was just holding the back of his head, and Khabib was like, you know, that's fine. I'll elbow this guy until the fight's over. So uh, they should really tell us if the rules are different in Brazil. I mean, it's a very weird moment when you see a guy getting just elbowed the shit out of, and in your thought you go, I think we should call it. And then the fight doesn't end until 15 times more that we see somebody get elbowed in the head. And you go, this does not look good for anybody. It felt like the fight was over. I have to tell you, by the third lifeless shot to his face, it was like, I, I, do, think, I do think he's won this match. Um, yep. I'm no expert. I will be the first to admit that. But I think this fight is over. Yep. So uh, let us know, UFC, please. And we, obviously, Dana. Dana. Um, we've asked you things before, but this is one of them. You know, just let us know if the you know rules what? are a little different. That's a great note, because maybe, uh, maybe they never translated the official rules in Portuguese. Oh, it's kind of like the, uh, IBJJF stuff, yep. right? The, the rules are where they are, and then, you know, <laughs> language barriers be damned, we're just gonna figure shit out. Uh, I guess someone but... doesn't invest in Google Translator, oops. <laughs> How hard is it, people? Uh, I honestly, I like that fight. I thought Khabib did a great job. I thought he was fun to watch. I'm excited to see him fight again. I, I yep. would imagine we'll see it pretty soon. Next, Gonzaga versus Rothwell. Rothwell getting just beat up. Yeah. Gonzaga won that fight. Um, second favorite tweet of the night. I honestly thought Rothwell looked better after getting punched in the face for it 15 is minutes. Somehow it improved him. It was like, you were super ugly beforehand, but by the end, I thought they uh, really did some great work. Not much to say about that fight. Not all that. I mean, I think the guillotine kind of, it it was like the world's, you know what I said during that fight? This is what I tweeted. I tweeted out the next day. uh, I love when you watch heavyweights like them fight because it looks like you're watching it at three-fourths speed. Yeah. Like, it's like you felt look like out for watching, his right punch. Yeah, Here you like you it comes. The Matrix because you can see their fat jiggling and like <laughs> you, you can see oh. the slower pace of like the punch. And uh, you know, I say this, of course, they can beat the shit out of me. So you know, whatever. But oh. I mean, it does seem slower, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, it's no. I think it is slower. And there is part of you that's like, look, you guys are training all the time. How is it that you haven't lost at least 20... Like, what are you eating? What does your diet look like? I want to see these guys. They've never shown us, like, what a heavyweight really eats to uh, stay in shape. Literally, in yeah. like, in a shape of roundness. Like, both of these guys, <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to uh, see them as the, it's kind the of, athletic uh, specimens. It's kind of like the idea that like their nutritionist showed up in, like, week nine of their training <laughs> camp and goes, Oh, I'm here. Hey, what what are you guys been up to? <laughs> and my favorite part of this fight was when Ariel uh, Ariel what's his last name? Hawani? Is that yep. how you say it? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just deferring to our uh chairman of ethnicity. He Gonzaga is apparently a former number one contender, I guess. Yes. So Ariel says, Let's hear it for your former number one contender, Gonzaga. Yep. And everyone applauded that. Yes. Let's hear it for the guy that was once upon a time in line to be a really strong contender. Let's everyone acknowledge that. It was like, that's a weird thing to... That was the second time, because the first one that was also weird with Gonzaga was they introduced him as 
from USA via Brazil, mm-hmm. which I thought was also peculiar. It's like either say he's from Brazil or not, but don't do the roundabout way to be like, look, we had a little trouble finding a heavyweight Brazilian, so here is our next de facto Gonzaga, but Gonzaga beat him up. I mean, he did. I don't know what you're a... talking about. If I ever fight in Brazil, I am definitely saying... You're tracing your lineage back as <laughs> oh. far as you can to find oh, somebody definitely. from Brazil. And I'm telling somebody, I'm like... He's uh, from the United States, but fighting out of Brazil. And they'd be like, does he fight out of Brazil? No, go with it. Because those one, people are crazy. That crowd Once I thought about it, that crowd is the nice. craziest crowd without fail. And they were actually tepid. But I like the idea that like they start cheering out, ole, 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 ole. And it makes me think they do it in every situation when it's quiet or when it's loud. It doesn't matter if it's noisy at all. It doesn't need to think, apply. They just yeah. do it. It made me think, is that what they do during funerals? Oh, that's what it made you think? It did, because I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, man, if somebody died, do they just sit there? They all, like, give each other the look. It's like, ole, ole, ole. <laughs> It was, like, their amazing grace. There are worse ways, I think, to be sent off by your compatriots. But I, going back to your comment, they are a spectacular crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're... In a lot of ways, I think they make the fights more fun. I can't tell, but yeah. I would imagine via just understanding the way humans work, uh, having 80,000 people screaming either for or against you is inspiring. And maybe the that's other, why the fights are better. You know what I forgot to bring up? Uh, so our good friend Habib, uh, not only did he have an awesome uh, chin beard, yeah, but this it brought up a thing post-fight when... You know, your teammates come to celebrate with you. One of his teammates picked him up and essentially, like, spine buster threw him back down on the mat. Oh. Does that ever... I did not like... see that part. They must oh, have yeah. cut to commercial while that was happening. Because they literally always, like, pick them up like, you won, you won, and then just literally drop them back down. And it's like, ha <laughs> They're, like, all laughing. Like, ha 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 Oh, I'm always <laughs> afraid of the fighter who's going to get knocked out from his own team. Oh gosh, don't let me forget to talk about corner people when it comes to Belfour. There was a three minute span where he was trying to take his shirt off and no <laughs> one would help him. Yes. I, I thought they were going to have to draw him a map or get him some GPS. <laughs> uh, before we go to that, uh, let's go to the fight of the night. Mm. Seraphin, I don't know if it actually was, but it was my fight of the night. Seraphin versus Dalloway. Yeah. Boy. Just when you thought Seraphin, it was like, okay, Seraphin's out of gas. He uh, he just barely survived round two. He looks pretty tired. All of a sudden, he turns around and uh, takes CB Dalloway down again and, and regains top position. Regardless, if you saw this fight, Dalloway was really trying to stay in like the John Jones method and stay outside until his striking time. Wanted nothing to do with Seraphin's ground game. Absolutely nothing. Like you could tell after he tried to take him down and it did not go well, yeah. he was done. He was like, no, 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 this guy is. And they were talking about how compact Seraphin is and how um, it, it kind of seems like we might be watching a next star. Did you feel yeah. that way with Seraphin? Yeah, I mean, he was. He definitely came out real strong at the very beginning. Uh, I, I thought it was one of those weird fights where it was a very close and exciting fight because. For that last seven minutes of the fight, uh, it was spectacular. Like, if anything had changed just a slight bit, you felt that fight could have either been over or the judge's decision could have gone the other way. Completely agreed. I, I thought the judges got it right. I thought 2-1 to one for Dalloway was exactly the way it should have been scored. 
Uh, it was hard to see Seraphin just because Seraphin almost got knocked out in that second round. Actually, yeah. let me, excuse me. I think the Brazilian rules might have again helped him. <laughs> I thought he did get knocked out. I felt like there was a solid five seconds that Seraphin does not remember of that fight because it looked like he mildly lost consciousness. Yeah. I mean, I. Eh. I thought that was weird. <laughs> you ever thought to say, eh, maybe? Uh, let it go. It was such a great fight. <laughs> I've learned a lot from the Brazilians. And the one thing I've learned is, I'll allow this. Sure. Uh, but um, I thought the, the telling part was in that third round, how uh, Seferin basically had back control and had the like closest attempt to an actual submission and closing it. Yeah. Because while CB was... And it was close. ...basically pushing parts of the action, especially when he got that like knockdown in the second round, there was a great moment where you felt that the entire fight was in danger for him. Definitely. There was se- there, that and... first round, I honestly thought C.B. Dalloway had, was about to be knocked out. So, yeah. great back and forth. Uh, great striking. Not a lot of ground game in this, uh, which I thought was no. strange, given Seraphin and C.B. Dalloway. Um, but yep. what a fight. That was a good one. And they yep. were just, yeah, Dalloway was bloody, and Seraphin was bloody. Everybody was bloody. It was good stuff. And I don't like C.B., but... Congrats! That was a, it was a good fight. I enjoyed watching it. I don't like his nickname, the Doberman. It's just uh, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It never really works. Yeah, I let's something we should ask him about. Yeah, well, CB, hey, you know, how do you feel about the Doberman? It's like the Shih Tzu, <laughs> CB Dalloway, Belfour versus Bisping. You and I were both uh, pro Belfour, just because yep. it's hard not to um, dislike Bisping. Some people did point out on Twitter he took the loss like a man, and I, I agree, but it's hard not to when you get hit so hard with a shin that, you know. Well, let's let's review something real quick. I love the fact that you can always redeem yourself at the end of a fight by saying, hey, let's give it up for that guy. He won. He did a great fight. Yeah. You can say anything you want before. <laughs> like, you could trash their family. You can basically tell them you hope they go to hell. But at the end, as we like, found you know, out, guys, uh, you know, a lot of respect. It was a good fight. You got to respect him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, cool. We saw that with Sonnen versus Silva, right? The idea that she just I, and for people out there trying to understand why fighting has such appeal, that's why it has appeal because you yeah. walk away with the definitive winner. It's like, oh, okay. And there is mutual respect, right? Because, you know, Belfort doesn't walk away thinking, what a pansy, you know. He just, uh, thank you for (laughs) taking the shin. Um, But I I thought it was a pretty, it went exactly how I thought it was going to, if you want the truth. I've never known Bisping to be really good at one thing, other than marketing and being from England. Those are the two things he seems to be good at. And it just, uh, he didn't look like he was there. And, you know, I thought Belfort looked good. I still think he looks a little old. But I thought yeah. he looked good. Well, you know why he looked really old? The mohawk? Yes. Yeah. He's a grown man wearing a mohawk. It did and look out I of realized, place. I go, well, again, he's a fighter. <laughs> he can do that sort of thing. But more importantly, is that now his power hawk? Ooh. You think, like, he'll stick with it? Is that the source it? of his power? He's just like, uh, the mohawk had to do it. You know, it sounds as reasonable as the next. Uh, his last fight, <laughs> he, you know... He does seem like he's got some gas in the tank, though, because he takes John Jones. Yeah. He he comes the closest anyone's come to submitting John Jones. Uh, hurts his arm a little bit, and then comes back and just knocks Bisping the hell out, which was great. You know the note I had put on here, and it's the stupidest note I've written, uh, but it was like, Belfort 
is like essentially the fighter Gotham City needs. <laughs> like he literally just shows up when you need him to have an amazing fight. You're saying he's like Batman in some ways? Uh, maybe. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, you said maybe, Gotham maybe. City. Yeah. Why it's give me the maybe? Yes, yes. He's like. I'm, about, look, I'm Gotham not City have a strong MMA league, you idiot. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to keep some sort of elusiveness of it. Of like, yes, I'll let the viewers come to their own decisions. I'm not going to spell it out like Kevin Phillips here. Yeah, yes, of course. No, he's Gotham like he that ability. He has the ability to make the kind of fight that wouldn't necessarily be that exciting, like him versus Bisping. Agreed. I'm not really excited about it, Agreed. but he makes it exciting. Him versus John Jones, man. I didn't want to see that necessarily, but that was a great fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, so, I, I concur. Right. He's, he trains hard too. You can, anytime yeah. you can watch his, uh, behind the scenes stuff, it's just like, you cannot argue. Belfort knows how, how to get in the gym and stay in shape. So I thought it was fun. I, in a lot of ways, it's something I like about MMA. Sometimes you just see guys that'll fight later on in their career and, uh, do something that you're just not ready for. So I think on Is the, like, Batman. Yeah. Shut up, Kevin. You'd say he's the fighter Gotham City needs. Yeah, I know. We're gonna agree it's to disagree on this one, in that Raph. Statement, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you ask like, the, like I love the kind of journalist you are. So what you're saying? If I could be so like bold as to draw a conclusion from the statement you just made, it's a leading question. Hey, MMA awards, take notice. You see this high action yes. debate? You feel this <laughs> dialogue? The pressure, you can cut it with a knife. Um, you can tell how much we hate each other, and that makes for great podcasts. It's clear. Most people wouldn't volunteer to do uh, something with someone they hate so much, but that's what makes us unique, Raph. But that's why we hate each other that much. Yeah, strongly disagree. We take it to the next level. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to uh, figure out what that metaphor even means, which is a great time for us to transition from UFC on FX7, just so we're clear that I do know what, what channel it was on. Uh, Bellator fighting. Did you watch any of it this week? Did you get, uh, it was on I Thursday night, I believe? did not. Uh, there was some Lance Armstrong interview I made the poor choice of trying to watch. With Oprah or a different and, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, with no, no. Oprah. It was Lance Armstrong's interview with fucking, uh, <laughs> I don't even have a reference. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. Yes, I was watching the Oprah one and then I stopped. Yeah, that's... That was the worst interview I've seen because it's some dude being like, yep, I doped. Next question. Yeah, and trying to sort of Tiger Woods it. Just like, you know, I'm a flawed human yep. being. I did some stupid things. Hey, so let's talk about the future. It's like, uh, yeah, Lance. Well, let's talk let's... about how amazing I am still. <laughs> I don't even no care. Reverse, I, 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 I really don't. It's such a hard race that to me it was just like, look, whatever. Everybody's doing it. That's the problem they have, right? Yeah. With cycling. Yeah. It's one thing when a fighter does it because it's like, well, there are other fighters that don't. So it's not fair. It's the same with baseball. Right. But with cycling, it's like they have to go down to the person that took like 33rd to be the champion because yeah. everybody else failed the same doping test. So it's either just figure out a policy, all right? Well, the other thing with cycling is, are they doping because it's such a boring sport otherwise? Yeah, the other part is no one gives a shit. Exactly. It's the world's most boring. It's like, hey, look at them doing the exact same thing they were uh, doing two hours ago. Except for uh, oh, no. there's a different scape. In the background. I'm way faster at my spin class. You know what you don't hear a lot of? Podcasts about cycling. So we're going to move on to the Bellator fighting. Let's uh, let's move on, yeah. I just saw one fight. I saw the uh, Pitbull, who has the meanest tattoo ever. Pitbull, better name than Doberman, CB. Just uh, put (laughs) that in the notation column. 
he he again just knocks somebody out. So um, I've every Bellator fight I've seen, I've loved. Take that for whatever it's worth. Hopefully the uh, next ones and continue as well. Hey man, it is on my DVR. Cool. I will get around to watching it at some point. Unless Lance Armstrong has, like, another admission. Unless Lance Armstrong comes back with uh, a few... Lance Armstrong 2. So... I never had cancer. (laughs) That would be great. That I would watch, too. It was all a ruse. I own both of my (laughs) testicles. Like, that's during the interview, he just busts out, like, oh. two nuts, and is like, look, still got him. <laughs> he just, uh, check. he Kentucky sunglasses Oprah for good measure. She's like, is there something else you'd like to tell us? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, by the way. Oh, man. Here they are. That is the only, I haven't seen that on anything. That's the only thing that would make that story better. I know. Speaking of things we dislike. Let, let's clear this up. Fox versus FX versus Fuel. And what is the difference, UFC? Can we get, like, a plan? Can we get just different graphics, maybe, even? Why does the FX versus Fox have to look exactly the same? Yep. And the robot's always there. Oh, God. I don't need the robot. No, yeah, that's and the Fox. And they always play stuff, the yeah. same music and every single time. I did. Like, sometimes when you're watching it, don't you get confused that you're watching football? Every time. Every time. When it's on okay. Fox. Not necessarily FX did a little less of that, but... Yeah. Uh, F- FX does this thing where they fuse movie trailers with the fighting announcements, <laughs> which I also yes. think it's like, I don't need to see Hansel and Gretel mixed with the preview for Bella t- for uh, Belfour versus Bisping. That doesn't make me want... First of all, I'm already watching it, so... Stop it. I'm not going to go watch Hansel and Gretel because it also happened to reference two fighters. So just do the movie trailer, uh, do the promo. Just don't do them both, please. My girlfriend had a a great uh, comment when she just goes, I feel like I've already seen Hansel and Gretel now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they've shown almost all of the entire movie. It was like a four-minute trailer that was uh, infused in. It's like, look, we get it. We'll go watch it. Fine. (laughs) it's so weird to, like, have Bisping being like, yeah, today I want to... And then you have, like... (laughs) My sister and I, we kill people for a living. Yeah, we hunt yeah, witches. Yeah, saying like, yeah, I hate Michael Bisping. The I'm weirdest. Out in this fight. Trust me, all it does is amuse the audience and not in the way you want. Um, so yep. some graphics would be nice. Come on, we know yep. we know when CBS versus Fox is hosting an NFL game. We know when TNT, they have different crews, different whatever. Do this, come on, UFC, just look at what other sports are doing and mimic it. Or do we have to brand every single one of them, like UFC on Fox 7? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> UFC 159. Uh, UFC on Fuel 19? We don't know. It's hard to say. So let's uh, we'll move on to a little fight predictions now that we've uh, air- cleared the air. Um, we'll do these first five or six rapid fire style. We've got David Mitchell versus Simeon Thorson. Um, Simeon Thorson's nickname, by the way, Raph, The Grin. The Grin? Yeah. So I'm taking The Grin over the guy whose nickname is just Dotty, which I don't know what that means. D-A-U-D-I? Dotty? That... Does he like to potty? <laughs> Pun alert! Uh, yep. So let's see. Yeah, we're taking The Grin. Sean Spencer, whose nickname is Black Magic. It's <laughs> M-A-G-I-K. Just... Uh, <laughs> And he is not pictured. <laughs> so, versus Rafael Natel, whose nickname is Sapo. S-A-P-O. Okay. Is that some sort of Hispanic thing? 
Don't ask me. That's insulting and racist. What I'll tell you is this. <laughs> I apologize. Thank you. Uh, what I'll tell you is this. His name is such magic that he can't even afford a C. Black magic spelled M-A-G-I-K. He's not pictured, so we both have to take Raphael. That's our rule, remember? can't even deal with <laughs> magic without a C. Sean Jordan versus... Mike Rousseau, uh, I'm assuming heavyweight based off of, oh yeah, the guts on these gentlemen. Uh, Sean Jordan's nickname is The Savage, so obviously I'm going with him. Uh, he's also winning the uh, arm yeah. hair battle, just so we're clear. Well, in honor of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, you have to go that way, so yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I don't think we've ever agreed this much. So, Vladimir Muteshenko versus Ryan Bader. Uh, Ryan Darth Bader, which is still one of the world's stupidest pun nicknames. It's really bad. Uh, oh, Vladimir's nickname is The Janitor, so I'm obviously going with The Janitor, because if your nickname's The Janitor, you're <laughs> terrified. You are terrified. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I can't even go with Bader. No. Uh, although Bader, he had a rough last fight. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, it, Yeah, I, it's tough to really to go for that. Could have been a nicer guy, but losing the Leo Machido is no joke. It's just yeah, that's going to be rough to be bouncing back from. Maybe losing so, to him a few years ago. So Pascal, let, this this next name is great. Pascal Kraus, uh, whose nickname is Panzer. Which again, I, can okay. we get a translation? If that's if it's a, yeah. some sort of just put it in versus Mike Stump, who is not pictured. So uh, mm. Panzer, it is. Although it's sad because I do like the name Stump. Me too. Hatsu Hiyoki versus Clay Guida, the carpenter. I like Clay. I'll go Clay on this. I do too. I just haven't seen him fighting so long. I'm, I'm definitely for him. I know. Uh, Matt Wyman, whose nickname is Handsome. That's it. It was just Handsome. Versus yeah. TJ Grant. I'm going with Grant. Your nickname's Handsome. I don't want a fighter nickname Handsome. Just yeah, I don't want to go for him, but I do like Wyman. Oh, cool. Um, Best battle of nicknames in this next one. Uh, Ricardo Lamas, nicknamed the Bully, versus Eric mm. Koch, nicknamed New Breed. <laughs> new Breed? Fuck does New he? Breed mean? Is he a comic book? No, he's just so. It, honestly, based off of his uh, shaved head, it almost looks a little, a little racially implied. I don't know. It's kind of a weird nickname. I'm going to go with the bully. Uh, I'm going to go with, yeah, uh, Lorenzo Lamas. I don't know what new breed. So this is this is the fight you and I have both been talking about. This is our favorite fight of the night. Donald, the Cowboy Cerrone, versus Anthony Showtime Pettis in the battle for who gets Benson next, right? This has to be this. Yep. Uh, I honestly thought Pettis should have got him last time. I definitely think the winner of this fight, and I cannot wait for this fight. I really can't. This is the best fight in the yeah. card, in my opinion. Yeah. Who you got? I got Showtime. You know I'm going with Pettis. I love him. I'm actually going for Pettis, too. Oh, cool. Damn. We're going to stop agreeing so much. This is not going to be exciting for either of us. No. To be, like, rooting for the same people. No, it's like, well, we both said that. All right. Uh, Glover Teixeira versus Quentin Rampage Jackson. This is tough. Last fight for Rampage. Well, again, we've said that before, but hopefully this yeah, is the last uh, fight. Yeah, so Rampage. Rampage has apparently been going off and saying he's been mistreated by the UFC. 
uh, blah blah blah. We've heard all of this before from him. Yeah, I would just we've... like to see him get a win and be done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go with that too. Let's get uh, fine. Let's rampage. <laughs> you know what? Whatever. I I'm gonna go with Glover just because I feel like Rampage is um he just hasn't been really exciting fight wise recently. Uh, I just, and I don't know. The fight everyone cares about. Demetrius, Mighty Mouse Johnson versus John the Magician Dodson. Oh, does he spell magician with a K? No, he doesn't. He well. can spell it correctly. I'm going to go with the magician just because I really don't care. Okay, that's fair. Uh, if you're going with the magician, eh, I think on this one I'll, I'll go Dodson. You can go Mighty Mouse? Yeah. Cool. I'm sorry, you're going to go with the Magician as well? Yep. Dodson is, uh, Dodson, we're hoping for an upset then a little bit. I, I don't know, those fights, I swear, the the lighter guys, it's just, they mm. just punch each other for hours and nothing happens. <laughs> so, yes, because they're smaller. Yeah. But they also punch fast. Which is what you specialize in. Hey, moving on to... That's not that good. Outside, it wasn't. <laughs> that outside of the cage. Hey-o. But if you follow it with a hey people might think so. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Let us know, audience. Let us know, crowd. Rousey is insulting GSP. Kind of. Wow. Have you... You've been updating me, basically, with the different things that come out of Rousey's Twitter account. Have you... Does she get the early award for person that Twitter should be taken from? Yes. Oh, man. I think think she's at this kind of uh, level of fame, like, now, where she's getting name recognized, and I think she feels she needs to maybe say statements, or maybe she's just being honest. Who knows? But they're just kind of mistimed. To catch the crowd up, she essentially said that uh, they were talking about looks and fighters, and she was mentioning that GSP probably wasn't as good as he should have been, but he's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Simultaneously, his star power kind of makes up for it. Uh, real quick... You know, quick, I actually have the, uh, the quote right here. What's the quote? The quote is, I respect George St. Pierre as a businessman and an athlete. Uh-oh. Initial <laughs> red flag. Red... Uh, disclaimer alert! Disclaimer alert! <laughs> If I ever start a sentence with, you know, I respect Kevin Phillips as a human being. Don't worry. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, I think we all know what's coming next, so. Yeah. Uh, She continues, I don't have anything against him personally, but he's not the kind of fighter I like watching. He fights to win matches. He doesn't fight to uh, to defeat opponents. I lost a lot of judo matches because of points to fighters. I was extremely frustrated and i see that same style uh, being played out in a different sport it brings out the same reaction in me why is rousey calling out gsp a little bit here in a weird respectful way and uh raf i'm gonna i'm gonna mute you just real quick because um gsp's coming okay. in on our very advanced uh, oh tech okay board. Well, tell him i said hi will do i, I will do that bucks and that he, he owes you money what you say yeah he owes me 20 bucks ask him about it oh, okay okay uh, so, guys, you're viewing pleasure, listening pleasure, rather. GSP on the line. GSP, did you hear what Rousey said? Yes, I did, Gavin, and I cannot believe you don't know the difference between listening and viewing pleasure. Oh, you're, you're a burner. See, this is what that you is antagonize people. Slam. Maybe this is why she did it. No, no, no. I, I feel like... Too much honor. 
<laughs> I feel like we have a rapport. Uh, why you does do? why do you owe Raph twenty bucks? By the way. Oh, I owe Raph. Oh no, I I don't owe Raph twenty dollars. He said you owe him twenty bucks. Oh, see, Raph one time, he uh, he asked me to buy him uh, a coke and a hot dog in Canada. Okay. And I said no, and then I punched him in the face. And because of Canadian healthcare, he he owes twenty dollars to that I pay. I pay that for him. Oh, you see, you're a gentleman. This is what I love about you, man. Even despite our differences. So, GSP, if I can ask you just real quick, I know your time is uh, precious. Why do you of think course. Ronda Rousey is uh, calling you out saying you're not a very exciting fighter? Uh, I do not know. She said I it was about like your looks. She seemed to, you think she has the hots for you? She kind of applied you're not that great a fighter. You just uh, look the part. Well, she is a female. So, yes, she does have the hots for me. <laughs> they all do? Is that the... They all... It is impossible not to love the GSP. Maybe it's my charm. Maybe it's my smile. Maybe the fact that I kick people in the head for a living, I do not know. Hey, you're a man of passion. That's what I respect about you. We appreciate you uh, coming on to just say that you don't know and you don't seem to have uh, a ton of ideas about it. Would you fight Ronda Rousey if the uh, fight came up? Well, no. I am a gentleman. But I would fight her in the bedroom if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do know what you mean. I think I understand. I will tell you one thing. <laughs> yes. Kevin, uh, Kevin Pilat, I will tell you one thing. Yes, sir. I believe that Ronda Rousey is projecting what it is that Ronda Rousey is facing, not what GSP is facing. Interesting. So you think she's just worried that she's only getting the job because of her looks, not because of her uh, fight? Wow. Hey, GSP, that that makes actually a lot of sense. Wow. Yes, I know. I said it. You're a deep guy. Well, I think that's as good a note to end on. Thank you for coming on the show, uh, Georges. Thank you, Tell Raf. I do not care for him still. We'll, I'll definitely pass that message along. All right. Thanks, GSP. Um, audience, you know, that's a... Uh, Getting words of wisdom from the GSP. Raph, I'm bringing you back. Can you hear me? You back on the line? Yes, I can. What the fuck was that? Uh, well, you know, as I standard policy, I mute you when uh, GSP is on the line because you two just don't seem to get along. He said he does not care for you still, by the way. Look, all I'm saying is he's a liar. He said he punched you cheap. in the face. That's why he, 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 he owes you owe him $20. He paid your it's bill. True. Which is, again, faulty logic. So weird, okay. right? Hey, he... He was uh, starting it with me, but I got to tell you, Ref, he kind of made a lot of sense on this one. He made it How almost so? claim that maybe Rousey was displaying her own insecurities, and that's why she uh, used his name, which I thought was uh, rather astute. It's a good observation. Oh, what a genius to the person who said <laughs> Batman was the metaphor. <laughs> you were the easiest person to entertain, Kevin Phillips. Yeah, especially when uh, GSP's on the line. I love him at all times. He, uh, of course, talked about women loving him. He's, I do he's love guy. the fact that he has a standing policy that he won't be on our show unless you mute me. It's ridiculous, but we had to sign a contract. And, you know, when you can get GSP on the show and all it costs me is you, I'm going to – I didn't even have to think about it. I almost really? offered it up in advance. I would get rid of me if that's what it took for him to be on the show. It's just 15 <laughs> just minutes and G- GSP just calls in and talks about what's on his mind. Uh, it's probably just Kelly Clarkson, um, you know, popcorn and cinema, I assume. I don't know what else he could be thinking about. And a lot about Moose. So the big thing coming up, 
The Ultimate Fighter live this Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't we time. have a big announcement tonight? We have a monumental announcement. We are going to be tweeting as we watch the show. Most weeks, I am going to be live tweeting it. Uh, tomorrow, I have a comedy gig at 10 p.m., so I'm going to be DVRing it. And uh, yeah, I know. I feel terrible about that. It was, so the good news is, we're both fans of DVR, but I usually watch the show live. You know, professional professional alert uh so we're going to be tweeting the show as we watch it so join us uh 10 p.m eastern time verbal tap cast on twitter you can uh, have some fun with me and raf plus that's it. Th- what's the big announcement well you're going to be doing it live on the east coast yeah but to those folks who listen to this podcast on the west coast don't think we're not thinking about you because i'm going to be taking over the duties for those hours uh, so I'll be watching it. Maybe a little DVR fixed out, but we'll be yeah. doing them pretty close to live time. Yeah. The only thing we might want to skip is commercials. We both hate commercials, as you noticed by them. our Nas commercial. And we will spend more time talking about Don't commercials worry. like that if they're that shit. Yeah, they're going to be, and especially when they try and appeal to our fighting status. Yeah. Exactly. No, we're with you. Uh, but we do have like a game that goes with it. Like We're going to make this fun for you guys. This is maybe the biggest announcement we've made on this show yet. I think this is the biggest tough drinking game. We've officially patented it. We're going to tweet out the yep. rules as it happens uh, just to review them. If a fighter mentions missing home, that's one drink. Uh, how hard it is to be away from home, another drink. Screaming match over food issues is uh, one drink. That's just screaming. Yep. Mrs. Wait, two drinks, and that's be Raph because uh, they can't drink was your reasoning for that one, which I like. That is correct. Oh, I've also got one. Uh, anytime Chael rhymes. Oh God, minutes. genius! Oh my God, that's genius. During his tour of the house, he already just rhymed like seventeen times. Like the yep. man with the plan from Afghanistan, who's ready to take <laughs> a stand. I will defeat John Jones, a man. Like, it's just oh my God, <laughs> Chael. Shut really up. <laughs> Scream crying, or we've also would accept rage crying as four drinks. Again, that's when a fighter loses emotion, can't stop crying or yelling. Uh, Warrior tears is also four drinks. That's when he's more solemn. And anytime Dana grins, four drinks. Yep. Uh, Do we have a finishing beer one? Do we have one where we finish a beer? What's a finished beer type drink? We need to add one more. Right? Anything else? Anytime an ambulance shows up. Oh, you saw the previews. Yes, sir. Anytime an ambulance shows up. I agree. That's a good one. Anytime an ambulance shows up, you finish your beer. Or, and and infused off last season, anytime a fighter bites another fighter with his Uh, mouth, that counts also. Ugh. No, thank you. (laughs) Finish your beer. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's it for us here, Raph. That's we were able to we knocked out like seventeen topics. Version of the game right now. We yeah, will be oh. adding more to them as the weeks go on. Absolutely. Believe me, there's going to be a lot of shit to go through. And there's going to be some I things. I think it's a fun about. game. Kevin and I have agreed because let's face it, the Ultimate Fighter is an hour show, right? One hour. Does it need to be an hour? No, it really Guess doesn't. What? When we do our shows, we will also be trying to do recaps of The Ultimate Fighter. But for those of you who miss it, we will be reviewing them in one-minute segments. Yes, that's right. Some people say it can't be done. Kevin and I Uno say momentum. You're probably right, but that's not going to stop <laughs> us anyway. Well, there's a lot of things that can't be done that we will do. 
Um, and right. you know, first on our list is boiling down the ultimate fighter into one minute. You know, you got to prioritize. Yep. This isn't a medical podcast, right? We we got to stick with what we know, which is uh, reviewing MMA in a mocking and quick. This isn't a quick medical chance. podcast. It's not a medical podcast. So I'm saying, people aren't listening for the doctor's exhibit. Uh, that's it from us over here at Verbal Tap. I am Kevin Phillips. Thank you guys for listening. Good night. Good. I never had kids. <laughs> He's a grown man wearing a lot. Let's talk about how amazing I am still. I never had cancer. Let's talk about how amazing I am still. Let's talk about how amazing I am still. He's a grown man wearing a lot. I never had cancer. He's a grown man wearing a lot.